Greetings. This is The Third Degree with James Major Burns, and I am your host, James Major Burns. I hope you all are having a great day today, and I hope that this episode gives you some energy, some good moments, and some good energy, baby, all right? So remember, we are here. This is a place and an outlet for myself and others to speak on things going on in the world and in our lives. This is a chance to share what's behind the mind of a creative versus what people see and think of us. Here we get to share, learn, and laugh. So I hope you are ready to do all of those things and get your life because today we have another guest from Youngstown, Ohio, coming in at about six foot tall. And you know, seriously, every time I see you, I don't realize how tall you are. That moral height. Yes. That's that moral height. I don't, I don't realize how tall you are. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, the material brand himself, hey, Mr. Trail hey. Woods. What's up, boy? <sighs> <laughs> I'm here. Yes. Here. How are you? How are you today? I'm doing good. Straight off of work. Straight off of work. Back to work. How are you? I am doing well today. I ended up playing tennis today, but you know what? I actually really sucked today. I broke two, like my strings broke on two rackets. I had to use the guy's rack, backup racket that I was playing with, and he's older than me, so there's this thing called tennis elbow. So his racket is, he basically had his racket made so it wouldn't affect his arm, but I don't worry about that. So this racket was super light. It felt like nothing was in my hand. His strings were super light. So I just didn't play that well. Like I said, I broke both of my strings. I was like, how? Just one of them days, that's all. It was just, just one, one of them, one days, of them and days, and I was really upset. I was like, what is going on? And then I don't play tennis that often anyway. He plays at least two times a week. So I'm like, here I am trying to, I already got facing an uphill battle, and now my strings break. I was pissed off about that. It's okay. Next time you just gotta go in there with the Aaliyah mindset when she say, "Dust yourself off and try again." Uh-uh. Listen, I wasn't giving up. I, I've developed um, a new mindset when it comes to tennis. I used to be very emotional on the court. I would be screaming like, "F, F this, F that." I don't care where I was, and you know, most of the time I'm the only black guy out there. Right, 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 but right. I don't even care. I was, I would throw my racket into the fence like, "Bam!" Right, 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 kicking, right. screaming, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm so emotional, I can't get my thoughts together. So. I had to, and I felt like I've improved over the last six months with strategy and staying focused, but it's different when I, I'm like, different rackets have different tension and the string is strung differently, so I have to hit it differently, and I have to be, adjust to that, and I can't adjust to it too quickly, especially when it's a racket that doesn't belong to me, but no excuses, I feel like I should win anyway. Plus, tennis really is like a disciplined sport. Do you know how long it took me to learn tennis? Three years, I'm saying two and a half to three years. I started playing, and I felt like because I was athletic, I'm like, I'm an athlete. I play basketball, run track. I, I can play ping pong. I can, like, do anything. I've been playing all types of sports and things my whole life. I'm good at everything. Whole different story. Whole different story. Cool. It was That's totally cool. different. It took me by surprise. Right, right. A whole different dimension. Whole dimension. Listen, so let's get into this episode. So I wanted to bring you on because you are another person in the community that's trying to bring something new to us. You are going after your dreams and you are sharing your gifts with us and others. And you are helping other people experience their dreams. Mm -hmm. So you're 
a dream catcher, a dream creator? Did you even realize that? Like you're helping as your dreams are coming true, that you were helping other people? Stepping into my purpose, yeah. I had like like my best friend, we was talking all the time. And she always tell me like, keep going, keep going. Like you don't know how much you inspire me to do so much and how much I want out of life. Like just by seeing you go for your dreams and go for what you believe in. And so like getting those comments, like it recently just like confirmation. And it's like crazy how people look at you and can say that because your work ethic and your ambition speak for it. So yeah, I think it's pretty dope. It is, and especially when somebody else around you notices it because a lot of times when you're in the moment you don't understand or notice or acknowledge the things that you are doing that are accomplishments because your dreams or your goals are so big so i say make sure we are acknowledging the things that we are accomplishing now because we will beat ourselves up and being your biggest fan is looked at as um, a negative like if you're your biggest fan people think you're all about yourself or, and stuck up But when you're your biggest doubter, they don't have the same energy there But your friends will and they'll be like hey, you don't need to think like this But it's it's hard not to think you're failing all the time It's because if success isn't coming immediately You're like, oh my gosh Definitely, and That's why you definitely have to learn to Trust the process with a lot of stuff because sometimes like you'll have a plan and you'll have an idea and God will give plant you that seed and give you that a vision. And sometimes we be like so anxious to put it out because we want that validation from other people. We want that recognition. Right, immediately. People, whether it's from likes, whether it's from shares, but so we kind of rush stuff like that, trying to, and even like holding under pressure, trying to get content out there. And you just gotta realize like everything happened for a reason. And like, you really just have to go through the process because it's so much more than just the material aspect that you gain from it. Hashtag like, material. Integrity from your, the honesty, how you built, how you handle situations, how you do business, that all plays a, a character into your brand if you want longevity, definitely. Definitely, and I have to think about that when it comes to my image mm -hmm. and things like that. And when you said um, about like content, mm -hmm. I always feel like if I don't continue to do things, you know, everybody is out right now trying to hop on or, you know, be famous. And I'm not necessarily <laughs> trying to be famous or known, I'm doing it for the love. And you know, some people aren't doing it, but they're searching for themselves in the world also. So I'm not gonna even say how they're doing it is, you know, false or just not right. But I know for me, like I'm trying to do it for the love and it's just so hard to try to figure out the process. And I've been doing it for so long, so it can be discouraging. But I, trying to put out content, I'm like, I feel like I could hit a, a wave or I feel like this could grow to be here. So recently I've just been trying to get more focused and more disciplined. And I, ha I am inspired by others such as yourself and others in the city. I feel like it's pushing me and I'm so happy that it's happening. And that's what is exciting for our town because just like other cities, we all want to move away, go to Atlanta and we go to LA, go to New York, but we could do those things here. We can make it interesting enough here that people are like, well, I need to go there on the way to Pittsburgh. I need to stop in Youngstown on the way to Cleveland because you know the city can get a negative stigma but just like there's good and bad places everywhere else it's like that here mm -hmm. so who has inspired you and helped you get the material brand <laughs> going where did that come from um believe it or not I started when I first started um, my freshman year of college I went to school for like accounting 
and I was always good at math and I always got straight A's in that so I always thought like my career would fall into account math so oh well you're gonna be accounting some dollars okay <laughs> yeah, it's good you're gonna be using them skills and it was just like I always my goal in life like at the time was just to travel I always wanted to experience different culture different cities different movement just different vibes rather than where I was at at the moment and I thought you know with accounting that was guaranteed because the income was gonna be nice then you definitely can right. travel with some accounting money right and so you know my first like four years of college I went all the way through with accounting I had only three more classes to graduate with my bachelor and for some reason in that era, it was like the passion that I had for it was not there no more. I only had three classes left, but I could not get those three classes, do them three classes for the life of me. Like some of the classes I had got a tutor, I had stayed extra hours with my teacher, and it was just something that wasn't connected. And when I did a self-reevaluation, observing myself and looking at myself, I'm like, I do not see myself, you know, doing accounting all my life, that nine to five job, like it's a good job, but that's not me. And it's, I was discouraged because it's like, you know, your family, oh, that's the CPA, like thinking you're gonna be the first one to break generational curses, like, oh, that's about to be the CPA of the family, like, oh, and you know, they brag about you and your accomplishments because right. they think you're about to do this. And in my head, I'm like, oh, they're gonna be so mad, especially I only have three classes. Right. And so, and as it's been something that you've wanted for yourself to be successful, it's been something that they've also mm -hmm. wanted for you. So it's, you feel like you owe it to them. Yeah, yeah. And they supported me, of course, so I want to make them proud. So, like, I just had, like, a self-reevaluation. Like, if I could do it all over again, what exactly would I do? What would make me happy if I could just wake up and do it every day? And just looking at everything, like, the events that occurred and everything just lets me, like, all a model and a stylist and when i got the idea i looked at myself and it was like why not you know what i mean if that's what i really want to do why not and so i just really switched my whole career path 360. <laughs> so what and though when you were going through those last three classes what exactly happened so did you not finish i didn't finish did you stop going i just ended up dropping the class and changing my major trying to figure out what degree because i know I, I wanted to finish school with something i couldn't leave YSU without a degree so i right. had to reevaluate some things and um of course during that process god inspiration number one my mom telling me not to be discouraged and she glad because she'd been at her job for 20 years and she said she hated and she told me like i'm glad you found something you love i wish i found something you know because you're gonna do it every day and so just stuff like that and her just being in my corner and stuff pushed me and like seeing her work ethic and like even my uncle like his work ethic he didn't want to actually talk to me about work ethic because it's like he had money and whenever i asked for money it wasn't like he just handed to me I always had to work for it. Whether it was cleaning the garage, whether it was sweeping the floor, right. mopping, he taught me that and nothing in life is free. And if you want it, you have to get it. Granted, right. I got like, what, $50 for sweeping and cleaning out the garage versus where that probably be like a $30 job, but it's like just the right. principle behind it. Right. And so like just being them, like being a figure in my life definitely was my inspiration. And um, B&J, B&J is definitely my inspiration. I know they didn't have nothing to do with fashion, but just why not them. you don't even make they mainly known for music they dominate in music but it's just like they work ethic and how they got to the top i i 
definitely mirrored everything. Like the work you like watching. Well, I will say for me, even though I'm a fan, I think a, a fashion statement that was made by Destiny's Child, period, was the fact that their mom was making all of their clothes. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's a statement. Period. Their mom was traveling on the road with them, making her daughters. And the, at the time, she's looking at them all like her babies. Mm-hmm. These are my babies. I'm making their clothes. So to me, that was a statement. The House of Darion, it, to me, was a statement. And also now, um, body leotards on... Um, when people perform, every, that is, um, <laughs> you would think Beyonce made, made those up, but people are performing to them mm-hmm. and do, and uh, the female gymnasts wear them at the Olympics all the time. So, Even I, casual fashion now. People yes. The leotard with jeans, Oh, yeah, I see that a lot. And I actually like it, too. Leotards are not its prom right now. Yes. <laughs> so, and, you know, and just like Rihanna, like, they, they are stars, but they, they take their fashion, so it's okay to be, yeah, they definitely inspire me, fa- um, as far as fashion I goes, too. That, um, I don't know if anybody recognized, like, the shift or not, but Rihanna really just paved the way for my brand, being the first, you know, African-American female to do that with the fashion line and turning it to, like, a high-end, luxurious, uh, brand. And yes. It's just like, y'all don't understand, like, when I do go into my brand, it's just like, the representation on that type of level is not there. And I looked at it, and I was just like, I'm so happy to to see her. She took a complete, like, hold on, I'll be right back to y'all music industry. (laughs) Fenty Beauty. And I'm so excited to see her make that move in her her career mm-hmm. with her business mm-hmm. with her brand like this is a completely different type of income for her now and i'm like wow that that that's a statement that's a piece on her chessboard it was a seed in her so her garden and, so and i'm so excited that she gets to grow that now mm-hmm. fenty beauty mm-hmm. and there's even men mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know if uh, is it daniel kalua the guy who was in I don't know if it's Daniel Kalua, but the guy who played the lead in Get Out, mm-hmm. he were, um, used some of her products. Mm-hmm. Because people always think only women yeah. wear makeup. Your favorite actors, yeah, sometimes you're a basketball player, <laughs> your, your, your rappers. Period. The rappers, it yes. Might be a little like, slight touch of a little right. pat, a little pat, but it's definitely right. there. Right. <laughs> they wear makeup sometimes. It does, it's not a feminine product. But women use it more. It just to, to enhance, even if it's like a certain lighting or a certain camera or a certain angle from the camera, a makeup definitely gives it that extra enhance, you know? Right, I mean? yeah, listen. Every time. Like, Every I don't find myself wanting to wear makeup on the daily, but I definitely have worn it. You know, I do theater, so I've worn it, and um, when I, I'm like, <laughs> let me tell you something. I, I get so excited when I've done it myself, and it probably doesn't even look that great. But I did a show last time, and I just needed a, a little natural little beat. Well, you know, I was like, oh, okay, okay, I'm feeling this. And But, again, I don't think about, like, wearing um, – I, I, like, learned this little trick about, like, your eyebrows. And I just was like, oh, my gosh, that's how – I've been wondering why my eyebrows just look like these big boxes. Oh, like, I was like – it was like this concealer over top of it. I was like, oh, that's where the shape comes from. Okay, okay. I learned me a new trick. And it enhances your beauty and makes, makes you feel better. So why should, why should men feel like it's a negative thing to – do something to make you feel better. It's like um, these like new man units. Mm-hmm. Women are like, y'all look foolish out here. Well, you've been looking foolish for the last all of your life. 
then. Because so it's okay for you to add additional pieces to your your scalp. But now a man wants to he wants his hair to look good too. Listen, some we all um naturally uh we're naturally blessed and then there's some natural things that we, we would change, you know. Listen. I think that will always be a discussion though, because with all the different perspectives and mindsets, it will always be a double standard. Just because with men, you automatically associate everything masculine. And just like with women, you automatically think of everything being feminine. And that's why, like, if you see a man with an even tad bit of feminine, it would confuse somebody. You know what right. I mean? And it's just them being themselves, but somebody else who ain't got no business would be confused because that's not the norm that they used to. That's right. not the norm they But see. history tells me otherwise. If Just looking yep. at photos, even when it comes back to things with African history, mm -hmm. the, the garb that they wear, the pieces that they wear, they're all very similar. Yeah. To the Even things that women were, yeah. Oh, yeah. The 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 skirts. Definitely. Like, um, I'm like, where have you been? Yeah. That the, the like you said, the eyeliner, yeah. and it was for certain reasons, like yeah. reasons to block the sun or. Mm -hmm whatever the reason was, but they were wearing it. Yeah. Or back in even the times as far as um, the court systems came where they were wearing wigs, mm -hmm. m men were, wore heels first. Right. And that's why I can't Women wait. couldn't wear jeans. That's why I definitely can't wait like with my brain because I implement a, everything black culture. And like I feel like I have the chance and the opportunity to showcase the different dimensions of black in our culture because I, do, I derive my inspiration for three main cores behind the brand. And it's um, African-Egyptian culture, where it's just like, I wanna play with a lot, like from the hieroglyphs, from the architecture with the pyramids, from the animals, like the beetles and the camels, and even cert certain rituals that they did. Like I wanna bring awareness and implement that into the fashion industry, because it's just, like I said before, the representation for black in the high end is little to none. And, like I always say, you look into Fendi, Chanel, Gucci, all of them is European-based culture, European in-house. You don't see a high brand, a high-end fashion brand that shows the black culture and black representation. And so going along with that, I want to dig in going into Africa about all the different tribes that we derive from, all the different paintings, all the different face painting that symbolize, like I even read that when a newborn is born, the eldest in that tribe will have a type of language. And like the newborn is like supposed to communicate what's in the afterlife because they're the next one to go because there's new life coming in and it's one that's eventually about to go. Right. So it's just like, we don't know stuff like that, but it derives from our culture, you know what I mean, our tribe. So to implement that with my visuals and to fashion, and then even going with here in America, black America with the black poets, our art, our culture, what we see on a day-to-day -day basis, I want to embody all of that into my right. fashion brand. And I'm glad you said that because sometimes for me, I feel like it, had, it was starting to get conflicting as to what I w should be proud of mm -hmm. as a black man mm -hmm. versus an African man. And it's like, you know how it says black or African American. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I used to, I'm like, what is the difference? But I do think there's a, there are different, there's uh, a difference. Like to me, uh, like culturally with like black stuff, I think soul food is like, you know, you know, blackness mm -hmm. or the certain way they think a black man should be in America versus exactly. what the culture is. Like you said, we don't know what we were practicing Cause it, they did not eat soul food in Africa. Right, they, did, they were not frying <laughs> chicken and collard greens. Right, that so that's actually our culture. But at, 
But I do feel like us as black people definitely inherited mm-hmm. and overcoming and the spiritual things to overcome anything. Okay. I'm like, now I'm, this probably goes right back to the root of the very first mm-hmm. because we were over, able to overcome that and make the good out of the bad. Mm-hmm. So they were like, all right, we're going to give you all the scraps. Well, yep. that's what yep. we're going to take these scraps. We're going to add some seasoning salt and we're going to cook it. <laughs> we're going to put that grizzle, <laughs> that char on it and, and made right. it good. We overcame 400 years of slavery. Right. <laughs> like, like, give us so garbage and we'll make it treasure. We just got to realize like powerful, the numbers and our power. Like I know this probably might be a little bit off discussion or whatever, but even just, you know, seeing everything about this going on, about, like, abortions and stuff and how all the laws just... Could you imagine out. being a, a woman? Yes. Or yeah. a, a, a trans man. And uh, There's a guy I've seen on Facebook, and he kept saying, these laws affect more than just mm-hmm. women. And I didn't understand what he was talking about at first. And I was like, oh, well... And he said, it affects everyone with a uterus. And trans men have uteruses. So I was like, oh, they do affect more than... just men and I couldn't imagine being a person with a uterus and they were trying to they have law they're voting on what you should do with your body yeah period how it just came out of nowhere though that's how I knew something was up like like, cause you know how even in high school you always have to pick a debate topic and write a paper on it abortion pro-life against abortion always was off topic because that was something that could never be settled no matter where you stand on that was the easiest thing because it's just like it was never a real answer now all of a sudden y'all forcing it where y'all just passing laws like we don't have a say so a vote and I knew it was something and today I just got on Facebook and I seen this older lady had to be like early 80s late 70s and she was in the field political field for a long time and she spit some gems like white lady too and she was saying it's because the white population is dying their numbers is dying you know when you lose numbers you lose control of everything why do you think they border trying to do the wall she's like you got to learn like certain system and it goes way beyond my knowledge you got to so i won't like miscorrect her you got to watch the video but she was saying how do you think you know they bought putting the border up because they want to keep the immigrants out so they can keep their own blood in because they are dying and you know we not about to mate with him then y'all don't like us Y'all right. Because y'all see how we don't fit <laughs> yeah, the even with the industry, how they want all, us to buy stuff because we hold economic power. That was very strong. Yeah, you like, said honestly. we're mates with them. That takes it back to <laughs> God's green earth and what the earth is. Nothing man made mating to keep your population going. And you are very right. And that's sometimes why I get nervous because I know it's happening. I'm like, they are dying off. Yeah. What is going to happen when yeah. you lose control? You're going to yeah. try to gain control by Anything. any means and necessary. It for the woke people, they know. And, and it it's terrifying. The ship is coming, though. We're taking over. Listen. Like you said, we overcome everything they try to throw our way. It just, and now everyone, everything, even with Trump, it's just, it's out of head, it's out right. of and Even with us, and, and as far as when it comes to being a melanated, popping person, yeah. there are people with less melanin who are on the side of what they feel like is right on the side of us as far as being people who need to have a quality like for just like being a woman being a, a gay black man you want to vote on somebody's rights for their body you know you want to vote to say they can't do have an abortion and they want to vote and say we can or cannot get married i was telling somebody i said i'm you know i'm getting married next year Several years ago, I couldn't get married in Ohio. Do you know that? I couldn't get married here. Do you care? Do you understand what it means? 
what if you, you're married now, what if you couldn't have married your, your husband? Or what if you couldn't marry your wife? Because they said, well, no, we're going to take a vote. I don't think y'all should be married. Like, what if everybody who wanted to be married, they, we had to take a vote on that? Like, how, how does that matter to who I want to marry? So that's why I can empathize, not fully, but I can empathize with the, the people who are dealing with this right now. And I couldn't imagine it, it being me. All I'm gonna say is God working mysterious ways, child. <laughs> Cause y'all gotta think we derived from kings and queens. We was meant to rule. We was definitely meant, meant to rule. That's where we came from. So how did it switch? We just going back to what's ours. <laughs> that's it. That's all. Hey. And my brain about to represent all of that. <laughs> we black wherever we go. <laughs> right. And it's always a, the pro-black is a scary thing for some reason. But we're not going to sit here and have like this. We're, we're changing the narrative. Once I got older, you know, I got comfortable with who I was as a person. I'm like, I can anything. Like people be like, you can't do that. And I always say, no, I can. People just won't like it. Very few things I can't do. Breathe underwater for a few hours. Can't do that. A couple minutes, maybe. Not me, though. A couple seconds. I, don't, I ain't got it to the minute yet. But um, I can't fly on my own. I can't give birth to a child. People say, you, you can't say that. I know. I say, no, I shouldn't say that. But I can say that. Mm -hmm. I can do many. I can do almost everything I want to do. Very few things you can't do. So I've decided that I'm in charge of what I, I'm going to do with my life. And even when it comes to things like the Bible, like sometimes I feel like it should be updated. And people be like, you can't just update the Bible. I'm like, no, mm -hmm. we can. Because it's a book that is published each year. And if somebody wanted to add a new book to it, we could add a new book to, for new rules for a new generation. Right, right. But we won't. See, um... And why not? That's why you gotta watch. I gotta get you hit. <laughs> I definitely gotta get you hit to uh, Pastor Todd from Transformation Church and Sarah uh, Robert Jakes, T.D. Jakes' daughter, if I pronounce her name right. And I love the way they preach because they break everything down to a size before going into a full message because they know that for the millenniums, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible that we can't comprehend. It's a lot of words we say and really don't know the real meaning right. and getting the message. And the way they convert, like even just yesterday when I was watching about missing your mark and how sometimes like we all are built for greatness, we just missed our mark. And there's a lot of variables that determine why we missed our mark, like the price. Like everybody not willing to pay the price for what they truly destined to be. That the price may be you might have to be single, separated, separation, elevation by yourself, and everybody not willing to pay that price to get to where they need to be, so they miss their mark. And some, he used the word cross, and he said something about the cross. And before he went into the message, he's like, and y'all got to understand that the word cross didn't have the meaning that we see now. What you know, seeing Jesus hung on the cross or the cross that hang from your necklace. He said cross before God was crucified had a totally different meaning. So I would have never known that. Just about right there changed my whole aspect, knowing that cross meant this instead of that. And so they really, for the new generation, they break all of that down to a size and they implement the words now into today when a lot of stuff and it's crazy. They use simple uh, and an analogy so you can get it. You know what I mean? Just like he was saying, like, sometimes y'all go for fulfillment and it's trying to fill the void instead of seeking God. It's like drinking juice and on a hot ass day, like you just drinking juice and getting more thirsty instead of drinking water, which you need to be so you won't be thirsty no more. God is the water. So little stuff like that help you 
connect and see the Bible different. So it is people out there that is trying to make a difference, but like so far as like the updating and stuff, you just gotta direct people to them. You know what I mean? Because they can explain it way better than I can. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I just feel like um, there are certain things in the Bible that makes it very hard for you to follow and, and live today. And there are rules in the Bible that we definitely don't follow anymore because they're terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't make sense. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I feel like a, an update on some things would be good for the masses, mm -hmm. like us. <laughs> right, I wonder what the process, what would be right. the process? I don't know, like, who, but who do you, who's in charge of it? Who's in charge of it? Who's in charge of, you know? Unless they be like, say you come on in and be like your version of it. Like, who is, can you do your own version? <laughs> you can. No one can stop you. They may not like it, but you can. But like, who actually, who would be in charge? Right. Who would be in charge of the new Bible? Like, who do, who do we vote? Is it the Pope? They're like, nah, nah, we all need to select somebody. Right, right. We the people select okay. T'Challa. <laughs> somebody gonna stop Prince T'Challa to add the new book to the Bible. But I will say I am glad to hear you be so open and proud to be a God-worshipping person. Definitely. Because um, I'm sure there's a stigma of black guys and gay black guys yeah. with church. Yeah. So how did you handle that process? Um... I think, like, like I said, I'm 25 years old. So the whole process has been like a journey from coming out at 18 and then now being 25. And dang, like, I was like 22. <laughs> and of course, it was just like you know, family members like what? Like everybody want to act shocked. I even had right. a family member want to me to go to counseling. <laughs> and it was just like you know, oh everybody has something to say. Right. And I went through my own trials, my own tribulations, my own obstacles to know that God is real. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not that you don't you have to go to the church every Sunday. All you need is a relationship and a bond. Because look how many people go to church on Sunday, go and get their praise on, but don't follow the act the next day or two days later or a week later. All that shit. Or the day of. Yeah, it, it went right out the window. That's because they go for moments and they don't have a relationship. Because when you have a relationship, you see God and talk to God on a daily and he reveals stuff on a daily and it's a journey it's definitely a journey it don't happen overnight you really gotta have faith and trust the process and god did so much for me where i know he's real and despite what anybody have to say about my sexuality about how i carry myself i know what me and god talk about that's between me and him i'm like the lord made you yeah, like what yeah, you mean yeah. and I, had, <laughs> I asked god about that several times like i tried to date females you know what i mean and like a lot of people might be like whoa but I've been, I knew I was gay when I was about, what, three or four, and like, I was just talking to my mom about it, we was talking about how it was Ricky Lake, that, I'm that old. <laughs> Get out of here, I'm that old, I'm Ricky that Lake. Old. <laughs> well, uh, Ricky Lake, and I remember she was doing her interviews on there, and you know, a boy was on there, and it's just me and my mom chilling in the living room, and I'm like, Ma, I think he's cute. And she just looked at me and was like, what you just said? Like, what? And I repeated it again. Like, I think he cute. Not thinking nothing of it. You know what I mean? So how did I know at that age that's what I was attracted to? You know what I mean? And some people, like, want to throw in variables like, oh, was he touched? Was he this? No. I just know what I was attracted to. Like, you know how you're attracted to somebody and your body just do that weird shit? Yeah. Like, it's just like, you only get that with certain people. I just never connected with that, like, with a female. And I, every time I, from even high school, middle school, all of that felt 
course. So I just learned to walk my truth. And I, like I said, I talked to God this whole journey. Like, if it's meant to be that way, why is it not connected? You know what I mean? But I can connect this. And like I said, I have a, a deep praying family. Like, to, like my grandma, she used to wake me and my cousins up four in the morning, putting oil on our head. Uh-uh. Me and my cousins <laughs> used to be pissed when we stayed the night over her house. Because we like, it's four in the morning. What? And she praying and talking and talking and everything. You know what I mean? So I always had God in my life and God around me. And it's just like, when it came to my sexuality, I always had my own debates and my own journey and my own conflicting what's right, what's wrong, why I feel with this. And now after all these years, like I said, I embrace it and I have my own bond. It's a difference when you don't have a relationship with God and when you do. And when you do, you know, like I said, you walk your path. Even if you mess up, you walk your path. When you follow God, he's going to align you and get you together. I promise you. You might be hard-headed and stubborn, so it's going to take you a couple more tests <laughs> than the average. But you're going to get there if you got the faith and trust the process. So my sexuality, I'm secure. I don't think that would define me if I was to go to heaven or hell. Because God definitely no. look at your heart. He look at your attentions. He wants you to do his work while he's not here on earth. So I think on Judgment Day, we all don't know how it is, but I'm quite sure he's going to look, what did you put in out in the earth? What did you put out in the universe? Did, what, did you show respect? Did you show love? Did you have good? Did you have a good heart behind your moves when you did something for others? Was a hidden agenda when you did that move trying to put somebody on? Did you just secretly want the clout or did you do God rule? And that's something only you would know. I don't know you inside. I don't know your soul. You know what I mean? Right. So that's something you will only know. And that's when we go back to missing our marks. Some people don't be willing to change themselves. And they wonder why they got the talent, they got the ambitions, they got the goals, but yet something ain't connecting. They still in the same spot four years ago. Because you got to be right within. You can't win when you're not right within. <laughs> Listen, this Word is the third word. degree with Trail featuring James Fisherberg, <laughs> okay? Period. You got to speak on it. Hashtag on material. It. Okay. That's New York vibes. Yeah. Like, speak on it. Speak on, speak on it. it. Yes. I love that little Testament New Yorkers guy. I love Period. the little. Yes. I Come on. Yes. Have you? How many times have you the been to New York? TV. Oh, you talk about that New York. That I love part. Tiffany. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. Tiffany. And I'm like, that's another person who pushed through, and she's still making appearances. Ten. Twelve, fifteen years later, I love. New York. I don't know why I loved her ratchet self so much, but she was entertaining. Pick a wall. Pick a wall. <laughs> boots. <laughs> Pick a wall. Boots. Boots, was it? Because I really don't remember you. Oh my gosh. Don't even take me back. I, I did love reality TV. And I actually thought about with them chromes feet. But I thought about going on reality TV right out of high school. I was like 18, 19. I was like, I always wanted to go on the real world. I love the real world. And they had those like challenges that I still watch and it comes on tonight at nine. Okay. But no, I wanted to go on, but I wasn't out yet. I wasn't comfortable with myself as a person. And I'm like, I can't get on TV and just say anything and do anything in front of everybody. I'm like, I can't even be honest with myself. And I, 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 I don't regret not going on, but I'm, I also didn't know that reality TV was going to turn into what it is today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I would have been like, bumped at, so I'm going. That's why we need to push for a, not a script, but I always had like the idea. Like, you know how there's like the Bad Girls Club and people did the rendition of like a Bad Boys Club? Yeah. But I would like like a real world 
bad boys club mixture type of vibe where it's been like how we was talking before it. Be I'm like trying to bang boys. though, you know. I'm saying like eight boys in the uh, house, and it'd be four of them would be straight, four of them would be gay, and even with the gay it would be like four different, four different aspects, you know, mass, fem, you know, top, bottom, or just first, different. You know what I mean? With the four straight, and just to see no script, how would they combine? Because even if they got into it, I'm quite sure men like we don't hold on to drama necessarily that long. Like well, most of us, like we can try. Even if we fight, we're like, all right, move on, bro. Like it's over with. You know what I mean? So I would like to see the different dynamics and have it straight and gay in the same room. Cause I feel like that conversation will happen where it's just like, like I said, the representation for us is so bad. A lot of straight, that's why they don't want to deal with That's why I'm so open to, to talk that. about everything <laughs> because I'm like, I want y'all to be able to understand what who we are as people yeah. and I know I don't represent everyone exactly. but as far as what you think the representation exactly. is it is not it is like can you help that though because that's all they see that's all they, that's see. All they see and that's all they mean? have been like, taught if also by it, if yeah. irritated by it how the hell will you think they feel about it you know what I mean when they really don't like that quote-unquote gay shit so it's just like how do you think they feel about it when all they see is that representation right. so I'm all that gay they do so when a house full of them, like the different eight different aspects, a conversation will be had about how they feel about this or whatever, and they will see with their own eyes how the different, how it's a really a different rule with this side, this rule, the different dynamics and different perspectives. I just want to see the good and the bad, actually. Like, I think that would be a bomb-ass reality show. I want, that. it's actually <laughs> a part of, like, the um, conversation, like I told you, we wanted to have initially with yeah. most of us. And um, because I'm in a group on Facebook with some fellas, and I have gotten into many conversations and disagreements about stuff. And a lot of times it has turned into them saying like, I was just being a victim because I was crying or I'm just being defensive. I'm like, no, I'm, you're saying some really wild stuff about people like me that I disagree with. And you think you can just say whatever you want, but when I respond, how how was that me being a victim? What you said was just, outlandish no, when I respond to it I'm a victim but then there were sometimes I felt like may, it, maybe I was but I tell so. you what having those conversations with them I do think make made my skin like stronger like made me a little tougher because there were sometimes that I did think maybe I was being a little bit too sensitive on that situation but in other t um, um, situations, I'm like, nah, right. bro, you just said. Right, and that's exactly no. what those conversations does. It brings awareness to everything. You right. don't know unless you see it. Because when you bring I'm like, you can ask me. It, you can identify a problem. Because like I said, no matter if they agree to disagree, it's all about respect. The respect still can be there. You can respect my point of view, your point of view, but we don't have to cross paths because you still black. You still my brother. You know what I mean? We don't right. have to kill each other because we feel some type of way. And I struggled no, with that for a long time because I didn't feel accepted by you know yeah. like this type of black yeah, guy like, for so be, long let's be real like it's hard because especially when a lot of people do and i'm glad is, is it still mental awareness in my, <laughs> is it? it's mental awareness I'm life okay people need to look at masculinity and sometimes masculinity really can be toxic because men get caught up trying to uh, portray this image and they'll do anything to protect it because once again it's validation for them 
And it's just like, men, they emotional too, just like females. Like I said, if a female, you know, did something to a, um, a male, they would be at 10 times harsher, you know what I mean? Because they can't cope. Like, if a girl cheated, that would break a, a, heart, a man heart. Oh, I've uh, seen 10 it. 10 times a million over versus vice versa. I've you known know a guy I mean? to like, cheat on a girl and when his girlfriend cheated on him. He couldn't take it. Like, he broke down. It t- I was like, how? And men would tell you it's a different thing. I was thing. so and confused. And still would be upset that they girl cheat, even if they both cheated. I guarantee I, I have straight cousins, straight brothers. I've seen these conversations myself. Like, they would really feel some type of way that the woman cheated. And you'd be like, why are you getting out when you was doing you? It's different. It's different. What? How? But that's how they think. You know what I mean? That's really how they think. So it's up to the female on that note to change it. Because y'all have to change the man perspective. Not necessarily how they view you because you can't. It's just how they handle with certain things, if that makes sense because only females can demand more respect than anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, only them can do it. Even right now, like, bitch, if I don't want to have no baby abortion, bitch, what you going to do? I can say no to sex and call. I mean, we ain't going to say no. <laughs> I'm saying we like I'm a female. <laughs> right. Do not speak for them. I mean, we ain't going to say no to some good, but it's just like, if we wanted to, a female can close their shit like, well, since abortion the way it is to how it is, I ain't doing nothing. And they really have power. That's they really and I just wish half of them knew how to right. And I I was wondering if (laughs) that's what they wanted them to do. I was like, are they do they not want them to have any more kids? So they're like, if you get pregnant, you you keeping your kids. So you do they think that's going to stop people from having children? Because they have said the percentage of people having children has gone down, and younger people are saying, I don't want to bring a child into this world. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that? I definitely think none of that should go. (laughs) <laughs> and even if the laws is passed, like they definitely should have. Like I said before, I can see if it was like, oh, if you're six months pregnant, seven months pregnant, no. But that's like really, if you have enough time to think, and it's just like, even as like it's like kind of full form, the breathing, the heartbeat. But They're the born at those stage, the first times. couple of stages, just like some people find out they two months pregnant, three months pregnant, where they don't have enough time to make a decision. And some people look how many the foster care is, how many kids is just lost. Like, why would y'all want to produce more? We need that's to what get they say. Have that first. have that same energy when it comes to kids. Yes. After they say have yes. the same energy when the child is born Period. because people at the time aren't worried about that and you don't know what's the story why nobody couldn't bring their kid to life like it can be something they just don't want to be a parent or they could have been raped they could have been incest it could have been it just wasn't right for them at the time and it's just like how can you tell me or tell another female what to do with their body you can't birth for nine months right so if I stop and you stop, how we producing? Because like I said, they got the power if they wanted to. Then it turned into some crazy stuff. They're <laughs> like, nah. really going to die because there's a lot of baby moms and baby daddies in the <laughs> Everywhere. We got, a lot of, we got a lot of children around here right. that's black. <laughs> so Listen. we good. <laughs> Y'all the ones not good. <laughs> no, we need more. We need more. But I'm saying it ain't going to be nothing for us to produce with us. Like we should. We put these babies while we sleep. Uh, we sneeze and boom, got somebody pregnant. I tell you, you, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. So, I so people, <laughs> you have an event coming up. Mm, a project. A project. Yeah, not an event. A project. Event. What's the difference of um, um between event and project? Well, the event would be something you, like an experience that I would invite like a, a body, a crowd to, like a fashion show. A project is just, I'm releasing my first one in 
I got material licensed officially. I say the birthday is what, 4418. That's okay. when I got the so news. So you can talk about. about this because I'm not going to release this until right around the time okay. for your okay. your thing. So Here. it could come out and you could be like, oh, this is something that I could, so I, I can let people listen to it also. And be you like, we are talking about, no, I'm talking to you live oh. right now. <laughs> but. But I see you did a little click. No, I just had to make sure the screen was still on. I'm like, is this off the record, on the record? No, this is no, this is on the record. Yes, no, it's okay. So, you've been your your genuine self the whole time, and I absolutely appreciate it. So, and this is another reason I wanted to do something like this to give you an opportunity, as you know, because we watch people on TV where we listen to. I watch and listen to The Breakfast Club all the time, and I'm like, I just feel like. You know, one day I would want to be on it. I'm like, could I handle Charlemagne? Right. Because right. he is he is harsh. He asks all the questions that you don't want to hear, but everyone wants to know. Period. And people get mad at him, but you literally are at home asking those questions. Period. It's just the way he be asked. It's like, oh, he be like, no, I'm just asking you straight up. Like, did you do this? He's like, you look like you're on drugs. Like, wait, wait, what? That's why Birdman was like, hold up, hold up. I about to have like, to put the pause on you. You probably right, but he about to have to put the pause on you. Period. So, as far as your project goes, yes. are people? Is this something that's going to be released? As far as media, can people come to this or no? Um. Well, the first project, like I said, I want to introduce. Is it a trio coming? Man. Is it like a trio thing? Is it a whole summer thing? It's a longevity thing. Okay. It's just the very first one of many. Yes. And the visual, I originally wanted to do like this big package, but no. <laughs> the way God worked, it was a bigger event. Is, <laughs> it better not be like sheep by charade fashion with no fashion. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but um, the project, I wanted to showcase the creators behind my brand. Because I have, um, like I said, material is the visual fashion label. And I'm uh, linking art and fashion to create like looks, vibes, scenes, visuals with the representation of our culture. And one of the reasons why I call it, call it a label is because like we so complex and we do so much. That's like the easiest way I could explain it. Because right. like you look at a label like quality control and um, young money and stuff like that, you have a bunch of artists and the artists create music together and they do projects separately. And right, that's exactly right, right, right. What me and my brand members do. I, when young and money came out, I wanted to be just like them. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wow. And that's exactly what Drake, Nicki, and Wayne. Yes. Five star, back to five star. Yes. <laughs> five little mama, you're a three star. Period. <laughs> yes, Nikki. Shout out to Nikki. <laughs> oh, Nika, yes. But, um, and so that's exactly what we do. And, you know, instead of calling them artists, I'll call us fashion creatives. It's a new word I kind of wanted to play with. Yes, go ahead. And, Hashtag um, fashion creatives. Fashion who, creatives. Who are some of these people? Um, we have Malisha, Malisha Cotton. Shout out. That's cousin. Yes. I love you, baby. And we have um, Kenneth Clemens, Lotus Prime on the drip, on the jewelry. Yes, I love the name Lotus Prime, and I love all his jewelry. And I have this upcoming model. Her name is Precious. Um, I worked with her for a long time at Walmart. I was at Walmart for five Precious years. Precious whom? Um, her last name, Brown. 
But mm. she's a pretty, 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 pretty girl. And she's so humbled and sweet. She's one of the people, she knows she's cold, but she's so humbled about it. And I love it. <laughs> like, like, she'll sit there like, I know I'm cute. Thank you. She'll say thank you. Uh, you know. <laughs> and, I know I'm um, cute. <laughs> and Marquise. Marquise Cotton also. That's like, we represent. That's um, Alicia and Michael, youngest brother. Okay, yes. And he's definitely talented. He also customized shoes. And he got his brand too. And okay. His shoes, oh my goodness. I can't wait till he just broadcasts and showcases showcase his talent because <laughs> so you all are the fashion creators yes. come and, on um the reason i said fashion creators is because we all do so much and introducing ourselves like i do more than just model like i model i'm a stylist and i'm also an entrepreneur you got um marquise who model and also do shoes kenneth do jewelry photographer you know what i mean visionary like we all do we all multi-talented and multi-dimensional so instead of introducing with somebody with all these talents we just simply say you're a fashion creative right and a fashion creative is just anything dealing with fashion with more than one talent so if you can create because we all are multi-talented so if yes. you can create your own video you can do the photographer your own video you can model for your own stuff you know you're showcasing more than one talent oh and yeah some respect on your talent yes i have <laughs> photos of myself for, hanging up at home period and that's for any creative in the fashion industry and it's just like i just use that word to simplify like we just fashion yes. creative yeah singer so, dancer actor um, model, songwriter, <laughs> creative extraordinaire. And so, um, my label is in-house, so it's independent. <laughs> Definitely independent. And I just... You said the label is in-house? Uh, in yeah, it's like, in, like all my oh. brand is like, I select it. Like, hands, like, I'm so hands-on, like, in and out with the image and, like, the work that goes into the brand. I just wanted, you know, a lot of people that, well, most people that was, you would consider them like an underdog kind of because like underdogs got that like fire because they want it so bad right and all my people are really all underdogs and they willing to put in like five hour meetings six hour meetings doing we stayed up we, we had a shoot and we was on set for what seven hours like just getting content and pushing the envelope for our project and everybody wanted so bad everybody ready to quit their nine to five like we all want to fulfill and live in our purpose and i love that hunger and energy about them and the and they know <laughs> they know how production day went the two days before we even got to speak on it that's exclusive <laughs> so is the project finished and ready to yeah, be released the project is definitely come finished. on yes yes and i'm so proud of it because it's just like the representation like i said i definitely have to do more than one visual for people to really understand the brand because it's so complex. So are you going to Beyonce it and just drop it? I'm going to drop it a release date. I actually want to go on another podcast so I can do like giveaways and go live. And stuff oh, so like not that. this one. Oh, okay. This is over. Have a good night, everyone. Oh, so I'm just no. playing. I'm just playing. I love this one because this one like prepares me. Like I told you, I, oh, never, did, my knee. I never did a pod, uh, podcast before. You know so do I mean? you have so, another one lined up? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm just whatever God directs me. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. And so um, we just use so many elements. Like we do. I actually was just talking yesterday about, I'm, I might have said it on the episode I recorded yesterday. Like <laughs> I said something like, yeah, whoever guesses the name of that first, um, I'll, you win a prize. Yeah, Ooh. Yeah, 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 but yeah. that would be cool that's to start doing and have interaction. Just, just to show love to other black owned businesses and show love to other, you know, people that's doing the thing and just just share <laughs> so when you support people and they realize that they support like don't really support you back 
How does that make you feel? Um, it don't make me feel no type of way because um, what I realize is that we are meant to create and we are meant to inspire. And God give us like, I know I'm always going back to God, but I told y'all this self-care, self-love journey. <laughs> like, Somebody else <laughs> said that the other day. They were talking about, I know I keep talking about, I'm like, don't be sorry. It's okay. No, no, be proud. Ain't nobody, I ain't said nothing. Right. Yes, be proud. And um, two things, is he give you a seed and he give you a word. And, you know, normally, like Sarah, she was talking about, you know, people would speak, like, words really do have power in them and have life in them, depending on how you use it. And she used an example of how, like, she had a big presentation, like 300 people and stuff like that. And it was everybody had to go one by one. And so one of the ladies that went pre previous beforehand walked out and she walked past Sarah and was like, Woo, good luck. It's pretty tough in there. And Sarah said, now, if I wasn't mentally or wasn't aware of this or knew how this worked, I easily could have let them words make me nervous. You know what I mean? I easily right. could have made them words make me scared before I even went in there and seen for myself what it's like. I mean, you like, she, but you let power get into words. So you was like, you got to rebuke and be like, no, no, I ain't about to speak that. But simply like, no, I don't want that. I'm going to do this. Because the words really do have power. And going back to it, we are meant to create. We are meant to inspire. And like when you expire, you give people a seed. And it's like they can have your seed because there's plenty more where that seed come from. But you can't take my word because that's where the seed is produced. So even when like you support or if you inspire and it's not returned, it's okay. You right. know what I mean? Because right. it's not it's not about them. You supposed to do that because God you gotta be obedient to God. It's not right. about the whether how they receive their it's not about that, it's about you and how you handle it. They right. gonna get their they a whole different journey, they a whole different So path. you still show them support. Yeah, definitely. And it's in a right not as long as the attention is good, it, it, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not no <laughs> like, you're not about to play me and I'm about to support you. Right, you know, right. And that's different. That's, yeah, that's a whole different story. But as far as, oh, you don't share my picture or like my, it's, it's never that deep. Like, uh -oh. It's never right, that right, deep. Right, right, right. Like, I will always support real talent and people. Right, because I wouldn't even think about like sharing yeah, a picture and stuff. Like, I was thinking like the, the physical aspect yeah, of, um, you know, showing up. Definitely. Um, but it's, it, it all shows. Like I said, when you connect it to your vision, nothing, nobody can stop you. So whether, and that's just go to any creative, like if you feel like you don't have the support system, trust and believe everybody is watching you, even when nobody don't say nothing. Do you know how many people still to this day come to me about my fashion show and still give me the, oh, I can't wait for the next one, when the next one is just like, at first it was just like, I thought that's just the normal thing when people see you because that was the last thing you did. But so many people tell me how that fashion show impacted them, like how the show really had validity to it and it's just like you never know who you really doing it for yeah every time I, I saw you after that I'm like when's the next one you're like I'm not just doing fashion shows I'm like what guy like can you at least do one more I had a great time I, I had a great time and I was like I want to be a part of the next one I'm lips I'm gonna do one eventually, but it's just the next one. I will Wait for me to, to come back. Yeah, my actual piece is like a sneak peek because the clothing line. I'm so hands on with it, and it's like when it get here, it's get here. I'm not gonna rush it because it's like I know how detailed I want every piece, and I know the process. So I wouldn't mind doing like pop up shops, giving a little sneak peek into the line because, like I said, I'm still a stylist and I'm still a model, and like I so like. 
a lot of stuff in my brand is going to be collaborations. Because even though I have material, I still want to wear off-white. I still want to wear Cindy. I still want to wear Chanel. And it's a collaboration showing love to people who came before you. Well, I have an offer for you right now on the table for a collaboration. The next time you decide to do a fashion show, hire Trey Major Always Productions to be your creative director. And we could come help. I want to be a part of it. I want to be the host. One of the hosts, but I think you could, you could get another host too. But I definitely, it was it was such a good time, and I did want to be a part of it at the end of the time. I want to help. I feel like we could help you with um, take some things off of your shoulders, you know, like with organization or being able, like for you not to have to speak to everyone, like your stage manager, like that type of work. So I think you know. Yeah, and I, I, that's the beauty of it. Like I, I got, I can't wait to make the interlude because I was just one of these days. I had like a little session, a smoke session. And I had like an intimate conversation out loud and I recorded it going in depth about the brand. And it was just like hearing it and it's just so crazy. And it's just like, I can't wait to see this sleep bloom and grow because it's just like, it's longevity. And that's what I try to tell people. The project ain't just like a one and done thing. This is just, I have to be vocal behind my brand because we do so much. And right. you know, a lot of people don't see it or believe it because the physical substance is not behind it yet. So it's just like, this is giving me the opportunity to have a solid foundation so y'all can get a glimpse. And as I grow, y'all grow with me and see the four four. Cause like I said, e even with the fashion blog, we still do GQ, we still do vintage, we still do uh, the 90s, we still do like modern day trends. We just implementing all that with our culture, with the representation of our culture. So that's why like material was the perfect name because like material is so many fabrics, there's so many concepts, it's, it's too much to play with. And that's gonna be on the shirt one day. Like it's literally too much to play with. And it's yes. like our culture too is missing. It's needed. Like and I and I mean that from the most humble way. And that's why I was like, I love my vision that God gave me this purpose because it's more than just about me. It's just now that it's starting off in-house and with all my people being from the city and growing, I would love to come back and as I grow, put my peoples on. Or it's just like, say you want to do something, so and just instead of giving you 500 or $600, I'm going to invest it in your brand. You know what I mean? Invest it in the community. I know you don't want to travel or leave your hometown, but you got goals to make the city bigger. All right, now I can trust you with this. You know what I mean? Why I'm not physically here. And that's why I love my brand so much because it's more than just about me like it really have a purpose and what not only showcasing the different dimensions of the black culture but to bring my people's own in the process like god got me <laughs> and so it's just like that's why i said i have to be more vocal now so people can kind of get it yes now with the concert y'all can try to see is so it's just like, what is this? You know what I mean? Like I said, especially if I'm coming out saying, oh, my brand is this generation Gucci. It's like, who is you? <laughs> right, like, like bitch, bitch where? Like, really show us. Gucci, despite their little flaws they've been having, I really, like, out of all the fashion brands, they've always been my favorite because, like, I'm so in love with, like, details, layers, and color schemes when it comes to a look and a fit. And it's something about them that they execute those things so well with their culture. And it's just like, they'll take a concept and you'll look at a magazine, you automatically know that's Gucci before you even see it. Because it's just some type of feng shui that they do, but it's their own. And that's what I want for material. I want you to look at magazine. You even got to see the word. You already know that's yes. You see all them black models. Oh, yeah, that's material. Yes. <laughs> and so it's like that. I, I mirrored them while, like I said in the morning, I watch a documentary on either watching uh, from a collection from vintage to now, 
um, to watching the behind the scenes where it's like Balmain, I was watching his come up and literally watch the footwork that they put into their brands and the foundation and the work ethic that it takes to get to that momentum. And every time I watch Gucci, I'm like, I'm coming. Y'all gonna have to pass the torch. I'm coming. Yes, I'm glad yeah. that's the desire that you have. That's yes. the desire that you yes. need. Yes. I'm yes. glad to have you around me to give me <laughs> a fire because like when I'll, Appreciate you it. know, when I can sit at I home agree. and hey. I'd be like, oh my gosh, let me get up because I remember when Trail was saying, like, this is what you need to do, and, like, just yes, having those words yes, in my hand. Yes. And I'm, I'm glad to have people marked, around me yes. like that. Yes. To, and I, I'm glad to have people in the city like that. Like, seeing other people create their own music and stuff, I'm like, you know what? I can do this, too. Mm -hmm. Not like, oh, if they can do it, I can do it better. But right, no, right. if they can do it, I, I can do it, too. Mm -hmm. And the more we realize that and come together, and everybody realize that it's not a competition and like, we don't have to be selfish with our resources. We don't have to hold back thinking they're going to get it before us. And even if that's they do, it's okay because you got to know everybody get their blessings. Right. I, I come to see time. you succeed. I came to, I came, I didn't come to the fashion show to be like, mm, let me yeah, see how this will go. I came to be like, I'm excited. We're about to have a good time. I'm sure this is going to be great. I hope this is going to be great. Yes. You know, come with good intentions. That's what I think we need to bring for each other. Mm -hmm. But we're going to wrap this up. I'm so glad to have you on. Yes. And this will probably not be the first because you know we're going on and on and on hey, and on but um let me know where we can find you where can we find you and your material brand well, right now um i'm releasing matter of fact the home all the home page social media pages when i my podcast so i want to go live on but right now you can follow so it's your own podcast um no not my own podcast oh, okay it's just um i'm releasing a blog like the okay. mater like material is just gonna be where we the the blog is gonna be the foundation where you want to see our stuff until the clothing line get here. Okay. And um, that's like a whole different promotional strategy, like because you know after you put in the footwork, it's like now you got the credibility as being a model and being a stylist. So when the clothing line comes, it's like oh let's see what's next because you didn't put in your work, like you didn't put in the footwork and you paid your dues. Okay. Like, I can't wait to get to that point. Yes. But for now, you can follow me on Instagram that underscore material boy. And on Facebook, Trailwood, and we go from there, and I see you there. Do you have a Twitter? Um, yes, I forgot all about Where, you. What's your Twitter? I'm just now getting back active. Get hip. I'm but, trying. Um, my Twitter I gained four followers the other day. I was like, come on. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. <progress>. Right. <laughs> all the little steps. Remember back then on Twitter, they had the promo train and all that to mm -hmm. get your followers up. I don't even see that no more. Mm -mm. I'm that old. <laughs> Listen. But yes, on Twitter, FlyboyQ, and I see you there. All right. Well, thank you all so much for tuning in tonight. Let us know what you think of the episode. Chime in, chime out, share, retweet, recall, resnap. All right. Have a good night. Oh.